and his viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Pismire. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. Although set for 2030, the Great Reset is actually here. American and global elites are leveraging COVID to socialize and perhaps communize the world. Today on Viewpoint, we take another look at the developments concerning COVID, concerning the vaccine, and concerning Bible prophecy. It's the pressure that is building. You could call it COVID pressure. You could call it prophetic pressure. You could call it uh, vaccine pressure. Regardless of what you want to call it, it's pressure. And it is leading to the fulfillment of biblical prophecy right before our eyes. Some may have a hard time accepting that. Some may have a hard time believing that. Some may have a hard time because they don't want to believe it. That usually is the case. Because we want to believe that somehow everything is going to go on, business as usual, as normal, just as it was in the day of Noah before the flood came. That's what Jesus said it was going to be like, and indeed it is like that. Even though the world is nearly upside down, morally and spiritually, as it was in the days of Noah, even though the entire world has gone AWOL with regard to its sexual morals, we still somehow think, somehow convince ourselves that everything is basically wonderful, everything is cool. And even many of our pastors are seducing us into this kind of complacency and a sense of inordinate rest without equipping us to prepare for what is coming. Now, yes, indeed, we should rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. That is a very important message. We should rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. That involves trusting the Lord. Trusting the Lord is the most important thing to God. That's what he's looking for. A father wants his children to trust him. But we can't trust him if we refuse to rest in him because resting in the Lord and waiting patiently for him demands our trust. And we can't trust him if we don't agree with him. If we don't agree with his assessment on life and circumstances and prophecy and uh, the fulfillment of it in our time, then we're not going to be able to rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. We're going to be chomping at the bit. We're going to wring our hands in despair. We're going to be frustrated to the max. We're just not going to be able to stand in the evil day. And this is the evil day. Just look around you. Who could rationalize to themselves that this is not the evil day? Who could rationalize to themselves, looking at the facts, looking at the news, looking at the trend, looking at how everything has devolved Uh, deviancy has devolved down for the past 60 years in America and around the world. Who could possibly rationalize or reason that somehow we have not 
become like Sodom and Gomorrah in the days of Lot. Who could rationalize that the heart of man is not uh, wicked only continually as God described in the days of Noah? It is like that. It is just like that. However, there has to be a fulcrum. There has to be something that occurs that helps to leverage the world into its final prophetic state. And that final prophetic state actually is revealed uh, perhaps in ultimate terms as we find in Revelation chapter 13. In Revelation chapter 13, we find the infamous mark of the beast mentioned. We find that there is going to be a counterfeit Christ figure, uh, a beast empire, and a beast leader who ultimately is identified as the counterfeit Christ, the Antichrist, the son of perdition, who is Satan's agent in the earth to accomplish his agenda to rule and, and, and uh, reign upon Mount Zion and the Temple Mount. That's his goal. So I wrote a book called The Battle, King of the Mountain. The eternal epic and end time battle, King of the Mountain, for he who rules the Temple Mount rules the world. If you don't have a copy of that book, I urge you to get it because it'll help you to understand the greater picture, the panoply of prophecy that is taking place now and has been in the process for the past 6,000 years. It will be an eye-opening experience, and it's yours for $15 on our website, saveus.org. It's called King of the Mountain. But today we're moving beyond that. Today we're taking a look at why this ever-increasing pressure to make sure that every man, woman, and child on the planet receives this nefarious vaccine either voluntarily or by force. Up till now, it is thought to have been voluntary. But now, government leaders, business leaders, uh, particularly uh, radically liberal business leaders, are saying, no, we're not going to be satisfied with that. We are now going to mandate, and not only are we going to mandate, but we're going to have ever-increasing measures, policies, whatever you want to call them, in order to compel everyone on the planet to receive the vaccine. Notwithstanding the fact that about a third, 40% of Americans have already indicated they're not going to receive the vaccine, and they have good reasons for not doing it. So much so that the former Surgeon General for the United States just came out in the last few days with a piece saying, warning that there should not be additional pressure put on people to receive the vaccine because indeed it does have problems. Indeed, the data does reserve, uh, reveal that there are significant problems and dangers associated with it, and the people that are resisting it are not crazy. They are reasonable people. Another study also came out with the same conclusion. Do not force this. Not only that, but the 
inventor of the mRNA vaccine concept, came out in the last two weeks twice and warned the world, do not push this vaccine. Warned the Federal Drug Administration, the FDA, not to approve the vaccine formally. Why? Because there are many, too many unknowns and dangers associated with it. Are you listening? These are not things coming from uh, uh, conspiracy theorists. These are not things coming from wild-eyed radicals, left or right. These are things coming from respected authorities. Even the very creator of the vaccine. That is inventor, Dr. Maloney. I hope you'll listen to the balance of the program here today as we talk about the pressure, the increasing pressure. It's prophetic pressure, friends. It has to happen. It is happening. And what are you going to do about it? We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. Today we look at the prophetic pressure that is building via the vaccine and COVID and all of the political and medical and uh, uh, who knows what other. There's so many different things that are merged together in this financial. It is a huge financial issue. Companies are getting mega wealthy, and the governments have their hands in these businesses, and the businesses have their hands in the government. What was it that I just read today? That in the last uh, year or so, the pharmaceutical companies lobbied with $92 million, the United States government, to get these vaccines moving and to enforce them upon the people, $92 million of lobbying. This is a big deal, friends. So when one writes the American and global elites are leveraging COVID to socialize the world, he's absolutely right. Absolutely right. And we're going to take a look at their strategy. You can call it malicious, you can call it criminal, you can call it uh, radically negligent, uh, whatever you want to call it. But indeed, it is intentionalized, and it goes along very tightly with the laws of radicalism written by Saul Alinsky. Of course, you remember that name. So let us delve into the deep here. There are so many articles that I need to bring to, to your attention, and we don't have enough time to bring them in great detail. 
So I'm going to allude to them, make initial comments about them, and weave them together so that we can understand the bigger picture here. First of all, from Singapore, the data is showing that the majority of sick people in Singapore from the virus are vaccinated. Did you listen? Did you hear? The majority, by far, the majority of those who are sick from the vac- from the uh, uh, virus are vaccinated. In fact, three quarters of the new COVID-19 cases are among the fully vaccinated in Singapore. So the reality is this is clearly not a pandemic of the unvaccinated, as our president or putative president Joe Biden keeps saying. In fact, a new study done in Massachusetts last week found similar results to Singapore, almost identical. The reality is that the majority of people now who are getting sick have already been vaccinated at least once, if not twice. Now, interestingly, that same pattern holds true in Israel. So what we're seeing is that this is a common experience across the world. In Israel, the daily number of new COVID cases detected in Israel continues to rise, hitting a five-month high this week. Thus far, 5,791,000 Israelis have received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine, with 5,381 having received two doses of the vaccine, yet the cases are rising to a five-month high. How can you explain this? When we continue to be told that the vaccine, or at least led to believe that the vaccine, if you receive it, will prevent you from not only getting seriously sick yourself, but will prevent you from transmitting the vaccine, the, the uh, virus to someone else and will permit, uh, prohibit someone else from transferring it to you. Nothing could be further from the case. This is not true. People are being led like the Pied Piper down the primrose path to false dependency, false uh, expectations, and even destruction. It is wickedness, in my opinion, but there are reasons why this is being done. And that's what we're here to talk about here today on Viewpoint. Yes, we're going to see a whole lot more facts here, a whole lot more evidence across the country and across the world, uh, even as Dr. Fauci this week, as recorded in Israel National News, said people who get got COVID should still get vaccinated. Now, isn't this interesting? People who got COVID should still get vaccinated. Why? He says in order to get a stronger layer of protection. In other words, what he's actually saying is the COVID vaccine that you got, even the first two vaccines that you got, aren't efficacious or sufficient to do the job that we pretended it would do. Are you listening? Otherwise, why would Dr. Fauci make such a statement? And it was picked up in Israel National News. I didn't even find it in America's News. So I had to go to Israel National News to pick it up. 
Oftentimes, it's necessary to go outside the country because, believe it or not, even though we have freedom of speech, theoretically under the Constitution, and we have freedom of the press, the press has quashed free speech and does not want you to hear anything that disagrees with their alliance with radical liberalism, the Democratic Part, the Democrat Party, and yes, indeed, globalism. And what we're really talking about here today is not just America, it's not Singapore, it's not Israel, it is the world. It's the entire world that's at stake. Going to the UK, this very troubling piece came out this week. It was a mother in a video charging that the nurses from the National Health Service in the UK are threatening that her baby is not the mother's property after birth. Now, why did they make that uh, threat? Because they are claiming in England that they have the right to test and vaccinate all newborns regardless of of what the parents desire. In other words, they're claiming that the children belong to the state. That's communism, friends. That's socialistic communism. That's where things are going. And that's the kind of pressure that COVID and these vaccines are bringing through such men as Dr. Fauci and the CDC and then others, uh, the World Health Organization, and so on. They have reasons that are not disclosing to you why they're driving this agenda. In Canada, to the north of us, this article comes from the Russian Times. My own country of Canada just kicked me out because my COVID immunity was acquired naturally and not from a vaccine. In other words, Canada was mandating the vaccine, and even if you had immunity from having had the COVID virus, as we were told was the case by Dr. Fauci, the CDC, and so on in earlier days, now that's not enough. Why? Because the real goal was to make sure the entire world got vaccinated. Why did they want to vaccinate the entire world? Because the entire world, friends, must be brought under the dominion and authority of this new global government that is moving rapidly to complete its ensconcement in our lives, in our societies, all over the country, all over the world through the Great Reset. You can call it a one-world government. You can call it the Great Reset, which is just a euphemism for the one-world government, but that's what's happening. And that's where the pressure is coming. The pressure is coming because these globalists around the world, the likes of, uh, well, let's go down the list. They're not just Democrats, they're Republicans too. George W. Bush, his his daddy, George Herbert Walker Bush, all globalists. Angela Merkel, globalist. That's why she came out and said that Donald Trump was threatening the new world order. She actually said that. 
that Donald Trump was threatening the New World Order. What New World Order? The one that they're trying to put in place as uniting the entire world in a one-world government that the Great Reset is supposed to accomplish. Now, I don't know how many times we have to say this on this program and on the air. Maybe it's the repetition that is necessary because it's so strange to the ears of Americans, and particularly American Christians. And it has nothing to do with conspiracy theory. It has to do with facts, openly admitted facts. John Kerry, upon the supposed election of Joe Biden to the presidency, made the statement that the election of Joe Biden was accelerating or opening the door to the New World Order, to the Great Reset. In other words, Donald Trump had frustrated that effort. That's why they hated him. They didn't hate him because of his tweets. They hated him because he came in and said he was going to make America great. He was going to focus on our country. He was going to focus on protecting the citizens and the constitution of our country. And that is passe now. They hated him for that. Rhino Republicans hated him for that. Democrats hated him for that. Many around the world, world leaders in Western Europe hated him for that. Because they felt that they were right on the edge of catapulting the world into this global system. They said he has to be destroyed. That's another reason why Nancy Pelosi is doing what she's doing with the so-called January 6th hearings. She's not interested in the truth. She's interested in trying to prevent Donald Trump from having any further impact because she realizes he is the ultimate tool to frustrate the one world order because of his uh, uh, receptivity among at least 75 million Americans. Now, I'm not here to preach the uh, uh, any great righteousness of Donald Trump. That's not the point. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the role of COVID and the COVID vaccine to accomplish a nefarious agenda that the majority of Americans and people worldwide have no clue as to what's happening and why. See, it's not just what's happening, it's why it's happening that's important. So many people get caught up with the who, what, where, and when but they miss the why, and the why is the most important thing of all. Because if you miss that, you've missed the whole connection. You can't connect the dots. Now, isn't it fascinating that COVID and the vaccine remains the number one issue around the world, driven primarily from the United States, the CDC, and Dr. Fauci, and Joe Biden from the bully pulpit. That's where it's coming from. And around the world, the people are acting like puppets, responding to what these people, these leaders in the United States are saying and doing and compelling. Yet at the same time, 
the defense minister in Israel, Benny Gantz, came out and told the U.N. Security Council this week, just two days ago, that the tensions between Iran and the international community are increasing so dramatically and that Iran is only 10 weeks away from a breakout to a nuclear weapon. Why can't we hear that anywhere? Why does that not get picked up? Because quite frankly, friend, Joe Biden doesn't care. He doesn't give a rip about that. What he really cares about is getting this new world order in place. So we had to go to the Jerusalem Post to get this information. We didn't get it here in America. Iran, 10 weeks away from breakout to a nuclear weapon? That's huge. But everything is being completely pressurized and covered over by COVID and the vaccine pressure. As we move forward today, I hope you'll listen carefully. You might encourage some of your friends and relatives to listen in. And I want to urge you to seriously consider getting a copy of the book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Soon-Coming Impostor. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. How great is the pressure that is building concerning the vaccine, concerning uh, COVID, and so on? Well, first of all, part of the pressure is being created by hiding the truth. Hiding the truth. So here came from the Republican Insider, the CDC COVID-19 hospitalization data the media doesn't want you to see. What is the point of the vaccine if they don't stop the spread of COVID or even allow for those who have submitted to the shots to stop wearing face masks and living in fear? Well, the point is they want you to live in fear. That's exactly what they're trying to do because they know that fear brings response to submit to their mandates. But the CDC's latest release concluded that comorbidities, that is, two or more diseases or medical conditions, are what actually causes severe COVID-19 illness. And this holds true for any virus, by the way, not just COVID-19. As any American can clearly see, the only people who are at any major risk of COVID are those with underlying health conditions, specifically problematic are hypertension, lipid metabolism disorders, Obesity, diabetes complications, coronary, and other heart conditions. If you don't have those, 
the likelihood of your being susceptible to any kind of serious COVID response is very, very slim. So they don't want you to know the facts. Why is it then at this on the same issue that the federal database tracking research grants that included an award from Dr. Anthony Fauci's agency to the Wuhan Institute of Virology can no longer be accessed? They shut down the database so that it's very hard to track the funding. They don't want you to know. There are those now who are saying that Dr. Fauci may very well be subject to criminal penalties because of what he's done. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin said he's lying and he needs to be held accountable. Ron Paul has basically said the same thing. He said, I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating. Now, that was the the response by Dr. Fauci to Ron Paul. So, we're looking at people who are trying to hide the truth, trying to hide their agenda, their purpose, the why for what they're doing, and then create fear and the call for mandates in order to ramp up the pressure on we the people. Not just we the people in America, but we the people in Canada, we the people in the UK, we the people in uh, throughout Europe, we the people in New Zealand, in uh, uh, Australia. It's everywhere. In fact... Before me is an article concerning what's happened just this week in Australia. COVID authoritarianism. Uh, it's it's amazing where they have called. I think it's the uh, the president or prime minister of Australia who has called. Here it is, right here. Helicopter deployed. Military going door-to-door to to enforce COVID lockdowns in Australia. So if you think this has hit us hard so far here in the U.S., just look at what's going on down under. Just when we thought the stringent attempt to rein in civilians couldn't get any worse, the the U.S. Sun reported last Sunday that the country had deployed soldiers and military helicopters to help enforce its restrictions. I actually watched videos of those helicopters. Andrew Cuomo, notorious as he is on the news, has sent officials to the homes of the unvaccinated and said, pressure them, drive them to get jabbed, even if you have to drive them yourself. I want to read it to you. It was a speech that he made. We have to get these communities and we have to knock on those doors and we have to convince people and put them in a car and drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. This is the mission. Really. The 
these guys haven't even read the statistics. They don't even know what they're talking about. Even many doctors don't know what they're talking about. They just parrot back the company line. They parrot back what they're told to say by their particular medical agencies. I had an opportunity just this week to talk with a uh, doctor uh, concerning the COVID situation. And this doctor admitted to me, without saying too much, so as not to compromise the relationship with the particular medical facility that the person worked with, but actually admitted to me that, yes, there are real reasons why people should not take this vaccine. If you take it, you need to understand there are great risks that go with it. Then the person went on to tell me, and I fully understand your concern because one of my own relatives was paralyzed by taking just the flu vaccine. This is not a game, friends. On the other hand, for globalists, it's the great game. This is what they are about. The World Tribune came out with a piece called COVID Authoritarianism. The National Institute of Health chief, Francis Collins, said he supports excluding unvaccinated Americans from patronizing businesses such as theaters and bars. But Andy Sarabian, a Republican strategist, said Team Biden's COVID authoritarianism could be in the future the biggest fight in front of us. And I agree, I believe that it is. The biggest fight is not an infrastructure bill. The biggest fight is going on right in front of us, friends. And the reason this is the biggest fight is not because people can't have different views, different ideas concerning COVID and the vaccine and make their decisions. That's not the problem. The problem is that it's being mandated for ulterior motives. And those ulterior motives are massive. And they're massive because they are leading the entire world, including you, including your family, including pastor, your parishioners, leading them into a position of utter and total submission to a world government. And the next thing down the pike will be something akin to Bill Gates' special patent vaccination device, the nano device for which he filed a patent application on March 13th, 2020, that will not only deal with the medical aspects, but incorporate all the economic aspects to fulfill the prophecy of Revelation chapter 13 that no one would be able to buy or sell or conduct any business unless they receive the infamous mark. That's where it's heading. And if you cannot reasonably stand 
in this moment. If you cannot become a person of principle in this moment, how in the world will you ever be able to stand in that evil day? This is just around the corner. That's the point. That's the COVID pressure. COVID is not the problem. COVID is just another flu virus. It's being focused on specifically in order to achieve a nefarious end. It's not to minimize the, the, the virus. That's not the point. The point it is being overemphasized in order to seize a moment to accomplish a wicked, notorious end to completely destroy freedom from the planet and place every man, woman, and child under a socialist communistic government called the Great Economic Reset. Now, why the National Institute of Health Chief Francis Collins, who declares himself to be a Christian, cannot understand the greater picture here? I don't understand. Other than the fact that he, maybe he's blind in one eye and can't see out of the other, he has to continue to, to mouth things as a doctor, and he cannot see the greater picture. It seems to me that just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you shouldn't see things in their completeness. Just because you're a pastor doesn't mean you shouldn't see things in their completeness. Just because you're a lawyer doesn't mean you shouldn't see things in their completeness. That's what God calls us to do, to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. CNN personality Jake Tapper proclaimed on CNN State of the Union in an interview with Francis Collins, he said some businesses are going a step further and requiring proof of vaccinations not just for employees, but even for customers. Do you think as a public health measure it would be good for businesses to require vaccine credentials in order to have vaccinated customers? Collins responded, yes. Do you realize the import of what he said? Think about it during the break. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church.
In alignment with the statement of Francis Collins, the National Institute of Health uh, head, saying, yes, I think that uh, businesses should require even customers to be vaccinated. The CDC chief, Rochelle Walensky, reinforced that authoritarian signal by calling for mandatory European-style vaccine passports. This is where it's all going. Think about this, our founders. Can you imagine they would be turning over in their grave? The Democrat Party wants to turn the land of the free into a techno-authoritarian state where woke corporations and big tech actors act as the government's enforcers. They want to use COVID to change the very character of the country and the world of this republic forever. And this writer says we need to fight this like it's the biggest fight in front of us because it really is. It is on the ground. But friends, behind it, do not mistake that behind it is a spiritual battle. That's why this is significant in our comprehension of biblical prophecy. This is a spiritual enterprise. The attack is not just against our health. The attack is against our trust. That's what it's about. It's to set up a system for ever-increasingly non-Christian, non-trusting Christians to capitulate to governmental mandate that leads inexorably toward the fulfillment of biblical prophecy, the mark of the beast, the infinite beast and beast empire that will rule the world, which I wrote about in my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. Now you can understand why I wrote that book at this time. The timing is perfect. And if you don't have a copy of the book, you really need to get it. It's not about selling books. It's about a message. It's about helping you to prepare for these times. It's not, it's loaded with information, but it's not just information. It's information for transformation. And when we move from merely discussing the vaccine and uh, the uh, COVID and the efficacy of the vaccine and so on, when we move from that to biblical prophecy and also the trust issue for Christians, we have now moved from information to transformation, just so that you know. At that moment, we move from information to transformation. Because God knows all the information. He's not ignorant. He knew these things were going to happen. But he knew that the greatest issue was going to be whether those who proclaim to be followers of Jesus Christ, of Yeshua, whether they would truly trust him to the end. So Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, 
He that endures to the end shall be saved. He said the same thing again in Matthew, excuse me, in Mark chapter 13. He said the same thing again in Luke chapter 21. That's the issue. The meaning of those words are, will you be able to trust me no matter what? Even if you are required to take a mark that will prohibit you from conducting business, from even eating and buying food and getting gasoline and fuel to keep your house warm, Will you trust me? That's what it's coming to. And that's why we need to talk about it. That's why we are talking about it. It's not just whether or not you're going to take a vaccine because it has this problem or that problem or the other problem. That's an important issue. But that's not the biggest issue. The biggest issue is... Will we allow godless government to mandate that we submit our these temples of the Holy Spirit to godless authority through receiving of a mark or initially a vaccine that we are now learning has serious potential consequences, not just on the short term, but on the long term? That's why the inventor, Dr. Maloney, of the mRNA vaccine came out twice in the last two weeks warning the world about the vaccine. He said, it's not what you think it is. He said, I know what's in that vaccine. I know how it works. It's completely replacing your immune system with an artificial system. And he said, we do not know what the effect, the net effect of this is going to be 5, 10, 15 years down the road. And neither do you, and neither does your doctor. But they're all looking on the short term and giving Pollyanna statements that are totally untrustworthy. And when the President of the United States can stand with a straight face before the American people and say, believe me, trust me, it's safe. He doesn't know anything about the vaccine. I dare say he doesn't know even a quarter of what we talked about today. He's just mouthing platitudes to accomplish an ulterior motive. U.S. employers now are ratcheting up pressure on the unvaccinated. Losing patience. The only ones that might get by without getting a vaccination are blue-collar workers. Why? Because they can't find enough workers. Interesting. By the way, here's a positive statement. They're finding that uh, coffee drinkers... And those who eat a significant amount of vegetables are 10 to 17% more protected from the virus than others. For whatever it's worth. 
The vaccine isn't working as it was supposed to, but the gravy train is. It's happening everywhere. The vaccine isn't working, yet the powers that be keep pushing the vaccine. Soon there will be vaccine mandates and vaccine passports. The more vaccinated Americans get, the more Biden blames and shames the unvaccinated. On May 1st, the CDC stopped counting cases of COVID-19 among vaccinated Americans. That's what allowed them to say this new wave was 100% due to the unvaccinated. They just stopped counting anyone who was sick to damage their sales pitch. The great University of Michigan has now mandated that all students and staff members take the COVID jab before they step foot on the campus this fall. Unless you should think that's extreme, the president says he's also demanding that students who plan to work remotely, never setting foot on the campus, must also get the COVID shot. Really? Why? Because, friends, it's part of the great global scheme, the great reset for a godless government to rule the world. There's a five-part malicious and perhaps criminal strategy that's involved. First, block-wide use of early and cheap home outpatient protocols proven in early 2020 to cure and prevent COVID infection, access to generics like hydrochloroquine, ivermectin had to be choked. They had to do that to create consumer demand for vaccines. Then emphasize contagion controls until vaccines became produced in large quantities, pushing lockdowns, masking and other fear-inducing and liberty-crushing government mandates, would help build eventual public acceptance of vaccines as pandemic salvation. Next, profit from a huge interim market for personal protective materials and equipment, such as ventilators, that would be needed as hospitals coped with large numbers of ill people. An inevitable result of the refusal to use early treatment protocols like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which keep people out of the hospital. Next, meet the public thirst for a pandemic solution by a mass marketing campaign, strong government coercion, and big media cooperation for use of new but still experimental COVID vaccines. And finally, hold back advocating for blood testing to verify natural immunity obtained by having been infected with the virus. Doing so could greatly reduce interest in being vaccinated by probably one-third of the U.S. population that do not need artificial immunity and whose being vaccinated might actually pose health threats. And there we are. That is a distillation of a mass of new information on my broadcast desk today. What do we do? Number one, the big issue is trusting the Lord with all your heart and leaning not to your own understanding. The real issue is what do you trust? The next issue is why do you fear? Your fear is revealing your lack of trust. 
Do you realize that? Fear has torment, the Bible says. Your inordinate fear is revealing your lack of trust. Now, today I am not saying and never have said you should not get the vaccine. I will not get it. Nobody in our extended family will get it. I have a number of medical people in our extended family who have concluded it is too dangerous and they will not get it. But you will have to make your own decision. And you need to make it on a righteous basis. Not fear. Because even if you get the vaccine, you will still have fear. Because what we're learning is that the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting the virus again. And then you're going to have to get another one. And then another one. That's what we're being told. Use your good judgment as a follower of Christ, as one who loves the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, as one who realizes your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and should not be dealt with cavalierly. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. As the psalmist says in Psalm 37, Trust in the Lord and do good, so shall you dwell in the land and be fed. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. That's the spiritual attitude that we come with. And then we make a reasonable, rational decision in that context. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in men. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in princes, potentates, pastors, uh, and physicians. Amen? Thanks for joining us. Get a copy of the book, uh, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Impostors, $22 on our website, saveus.org. It will not only inform you, but I believe transform you. Call us 1-800-SAVE-USA. Become a partner, friends. Do it today. Help us to prepare the way of the Lord for history's final hour, as we did even today. God bless and be a blessing. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church.